fellow geek brethren, you have come to the right place for all of your gaming, gadgets, technology, anime, video games, comic books, and anything else you can think of. It is Geekspeak here at SpeakGeekspeak.com. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, live from Brooklyn, New York, Ian Levenstein. Hey there, everybody. My name is Ian Levenstein, and welcome to the Geek Speak Report, Episode 2. Well, I finally have time to record another one of these, so what the hell? Let's get right into it here. Gonna have the same old thing here, same thing I did in the first episode. Started off with some geek commentary, then get into the geek news, play you the YouTube video of the week, end it off with some geek music, and then that will be that. So let's start it off actually with some geek commentary specifically on a technology buy that my family did. Two Mondays ago, we had installed in our bedroom the DirecTV HR15, and this is a regular DVR. This is not an HD DVR. So far, so good on that one. There are some key features inside of this DVR that you did not get with previous DirecTV editions of the DVR. Their TiVo was damn good. However, they stopped using TiVo. They went to a proprietary format, which they use inside of DirecTV only, basically so that they wouldn't have to pay TiVo, and also so that they can lock down some features that were available on the TiVo, like being able to take your shows off of the TiVo and put it on your computer. Yeah, don't expect to do that in this. There are two USB ports on it, but that's for a function that's going to happen later on with the unit. It is not active yet. I repeat, it is not active yet. You put something in there with the USB, and it just laughs at you. It's like, what the hell are you trying to do? Nothing will light up. Don't worry about it. You'll have to live with it. That's the way that I'm going to go about it. But anyway, the unit itself works pretty damn good. So far, so good. You can record two shows while watching a third that's recorded on the machine. It has two tuners built in, so you can be recording something while watching something live, or you can just be recording two shows at the same time and watch something that has already been recorded on the DVR. So far, so good with the HR-15. My problem is with the unit that we actually got installed this past Saturday in our living room. We have an HDTV in the living room. For anybody who's been listening to GeekSpeak for a while now, you know how much I gushed over the Panasonic HD we have in the living room. Well, we wanted a TiVo for that, and obviously DirecTV doesn't do TiVos, so we went with their DVR now. This is the HR2700. It's the latest HR20 that they've done. So what are the problems so far with this? Well, sadly, there are some major issues. Our unit seems to have come defective right out of the box, and we're not the only ones. There is a whole forum over at dbstalk.com, which focuses on DirecTV HR20 question and answers, and also a whole bunch of disgruntled folks who are unsatisfied with their unit. Mind you, I didn't find this forum until after we actually purchased the DVRs. I wish I had known about this ahead of time, then perhaps we would have saved ourselves some headaches. However, it didn't really happen. So far, our major gripe with it is that our second tuner doesn't seem to want to work. Now, every now and then, we get a perfectly fine tuner. We're able to record a second show perfectly fine while recording one other. But 
on a regular basis, what seems to be occurring is we're just recording one show. We go to change the channel. It tells us that we're using both tuners and we have to stop the recording. Obviously, the other tuner is doing absolutely nothing at the time, so it seems to be a defective tuner. I'm going to say to folks out there, for now, shy away from the HR20s, all right? you're probably going to get a bunch of headaches. They seem to be rolling out new firmwares every six months or so with this. They just released a new release candidate for firmware, which will hopefully add some functionality to it and fix some of the bugs that I've seen in the HR20. So there have been some black screens of death going on. There have been a whole bunch of other stuff. So hopefully this will fix some of those problems. But mine has not been a pleasant experience so far. DirecTV says they will send us a new one if we cannot get this one to work. I guess that's a plus, but however, I wanted my experience to be good right off the bat, and I'm not getting that. I'm really not so far. So negative review of the HR20. Positive review of the HR15, but the HR20 so far, no thank you. I'll give the HR15, say, about a 3.5 out of 5, as obviously I don't want to give it too high. It doesn't have a true 30-second skip. That's another thing that bothers me on both of these units. You can skip 30 seconds, however, it's very imprecise. It's not one of those automatic 30-second skips you find on, like, old replays and TiVos. You just skip ahead 30 seconds, which is kind of a pain in the butt. So you got basically got to keep pressing it and hope for the best, and I miss my start of the show so often that I have to rewind back. So 3.5 out of 5 for that one, and a 2 out of 5, maybe even a 1 out of 5 on the HR20 is obviously... A defective unit out of the box is not something that we really want to find with a $200 product. And again, we're not the only ones. That's the only reason why I'm not thinking that, okay, it's just us, there you go. But there's a lot of folks out there that seems to be having troubles with their units. So hopefully the next one will work perfectly fine and we'll be able to give this a higher review. But for now, if you're a DirecTV guy and you're looking to get yourselves something along the lines of a HD DVR... I would recommend holding off a little longer until this gets a bit more perfected out there. Let's move on to something positive. As I saw a fantastic movie this past week that I just have to review here on the show, Children of Men. Now, Children of Men just got released here. I believe it was this past week it got a full release throughout the U.S. And this has quite possibly been the best movie I have seen since Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which is one of the most fantastic movies I've ever seen in my life. So that says how highly I actually put Children of Men out there. Now, there are a lot of futuristic stories out there. Sure, I mean, you've got stuff like, you know, The Matrix, where you're all these years in the future and mankind's screwed. You've got Equilibrium, which I just saw this week also, which was a terrific movie. It's about the end time I finally saw that. Christian Bale is terrific in that. I'll probably have the full review on that later on possibly in a later geek speak, but, you know, in that one, everybody's emotionless, there's really major changes in society. However, this one is about 20 years in the future, and similar to what's happening in Why the Last Man, where every man on Earth suddenly dies, a slow process occurs in the human race, where all of a sudden, all the women go infertile. They're not making babies anymore. It looks like the entire human race will be extinct within the next 20 years or so. And the main character of this is Theodore Farron, who is played by Clive Owen, and he does a terrific job in this, and every other role he does, basically, usually turns out to be gold. And Clive Owen just does a terrific job here. It's such natural acting 
out of Clive Owen and everybody else in the cast. What I love to see in a futuristic movie is a future that feels like it's just the present happening a couple of years later. And this is what this is. London looks like London. There are just some major changes. Due to the destruction that happens in the world when everybody finds out that the fertility is pretty much gone, everybody kind of goes, uh, for lack of words here, everybody kind of goes apeshit. I mean, the entire world is suffering at this point. We don't know everything about the, what's happening in the rest of the world, but there have been some nuclear weapons that have been exploded. I believe there was one in New York, and China is absolutely screwed. Britain has shut off its doors to any immigrants. So anybody trying to get in is pretty much an illegal immigrant, and they're rounding up anybody who is not naturally a British citizen. So they're kind of doing internment camp type stuff, similar to what happened with Japanese in the U.S. back during World War II, and even to the extent of stuff like the Holocaust. I don't like to compare things to things like that, but that's kind of what's going on here, as they have firing lines for a lot of these illegal immigrants, just putting them out of their misery right on the spot. It's very inhumane. But this is what happens to a society that has absolutely no hope. They kind of go a bit crazy. And you've got Michael Caine playing Jasper Palmer, and he does a terrific job in this. Julianne Moore plays Julian Taylor, who is actually the ex-wife of Clive Owen's character. And she's part of this human rights group that believes that illegal immigrants should be allowed in. She's basically for a protection. Simple as that. And the main plot to this movie, I'm not really giving away too much of a spoiler here, as this basically is a driving factor. I'm not going to say what happens, but they're trying to get a woman who actually is pregnant out of the country into safety and to ensure that her baby actually has a chance to grow up. Because again, this is the only pregnant woman on the planet. That's why this feels a bit like Why the Last Man here as you have a situation where your entire society hinges on this one individual, just like York Brown for a while there and Why the Last Man was the hope of the human race. Obviously, he is the last man. Children of Man is an absolutely terrific movie. If you have not seen this and you're thinking about seeing it, I hope I just swayed you into seeing it because everybody in this just does such a terrific job on the acting. You've got Chiwetel Ijefor, who you might actually know from Serenity, as he actually plays the operative that was going after River in a Serenity movie. So I'm sure he is probably familiar to you in that right. You have Charlie Hunnam in this, Danny Houston, Claire Hope Ashitay, Peter Mullen, and the list goes on and on here. Just a terrific acting performance all the way around. And like I said, it's kind of scary when you're seeing this. Do not bring your kids to this movie, okay? Because this is a future that could very well happen. It feels that way. I'm not saying it will happen, but it feels very, very realistic. 20 years down the road, we're not going to be using flying cars. Chances are we're probably still going to be pretty normal. This is our society gone to hell. So only one thing can save it. And that, of course, is somebody being around to mother a child. And hopefully this society will be saved. But that's the important thing. We don't know what's going to happen in this world whether or not it gets saved or not. But go ahead and see Children of Men, guys. You have to see this. Five out of five. If I could give it a six out of five, I would. 
To quote Jim Seguin from Raging Bullets, I give it two thumbs up and a big toe. So I hope that's a rousing endorsement enough for you guys. So there's my geek commentary. I think it's about time for the news. Don't you? Breaking news story here that just got released today as I'm recording this. Apple will be airing a special Super Bowl advertisement on February 4th for the Super Bowl. can't believe it's happening on February 4th this year. The deal between Apple Incorporated and Apple Corporation to bring the legendary music catalog of the Beatles to iTunes could see an announcement in the form of a Super Bowl commercial, according to a report published on Wednesday. Citing sources with knowledge to the project, Toronto Sun said remastered tracks from the British Fab Four's United Kingdom CD back catalog are slated to be made available for downloading from Apple's iTunes store as soon as next month. Apple plans a special announcement scheduled for a Super Bowl commercial on February 4th, which may give more indication as to where the new remastered CDs will debut first, the paper said. You can find more information about this at appleinsider.com slash article.php question mark ID equals 2408 and I'm sure it's probably on the main page for Apple Insider as well and I'll also link to it in the show notes of course. Speaking of Apple, they've got this whole lawsuit going with Cisco over the rights to the iPhone. Well, apparently, Cisco itself might very well have some problems with their iPhone patent. This is coming out of ComputerWorld.com. Even while Cisco Systems is suing Apple for violating its iPhone trademark, an open-source enthusiast is accusing Cisco itself of infringing copyright in the same product. Cisco has not published the source code for some components of the W. IP300 iPhone in accordance with its open source licensing agreement, said Armine Hemel, a consultant with Luhu Consulting and half of the team running the GPL Violations Project, an organization that identifies and publicizes misuse of GPL, GNU General Public Licenses, and takes some violators to court. After downloading the firmware for the WIP300, he discovered Cisco has neglected to share the code for a couple of programs in the phone, including the memory technology device, which is used to program the flash memory. Hemo also found similar omissions in other Cisco products and contacted the company to arrange a meeting. So Cisco might be in some hot water here, and it's certainly going to put a damper in any hope they have of getting the rights to the iPhone back in their court, as opposed with Apple and their brand spanking new iPhone product. <laughs> For those of you who are a fan of making lists, I highly suggest checking out Wordy.org. Wordy.org, its tagline is nice and simple. It's pretty much like Flickr without the photos. You can create lists of words about any subject that you want. 
I myself am on here under I underscore am underscore sci-fi, the same name that I am on the Comic Geek Speak forums. And I have a bunch of stuff on there, including sandwich words and my musings from Colbert and The Daily Show. So if you are interested in words as much as I am, check out wordy.org. You're going to have a lot of fun with this because it literally is Flickr without the photos, and that can certainly be a bunch of fun. Fans of Nobody's Watching, you have some good news coming. This is out of TVSquad.com. It appears that the guys from Nobody's Watching will be doing a 30-minute live special for NBC where they may pretend to take over the network for 30 minutes. More information on that will come as it is given to TV Squad. But to celebrate this, they will be my YouTube video of the week this week. So congratulations to Nobody's Watching. It is about time that they make it onto TV. And we'll be seeing them on NBC hopefully sometime soon. Anybody who's a fan of interesting gaming art, you might want to check out Perler Birdcrafts section on Flickr. And this can be found at flickr.com slash photos slash 341-52900 at n double zero slash sets slash 168 6827, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes, of course. What it is is a collection of 2D art of a whole bunch of video game characters, including Mario, Sonic, and Pikachu, that are absolutely gorgeous. And they were all made with pearl beads. So you can do a lot with pearl beads if you put your mind to it, specifically with video game characters. Yeehaw for that. The Nintendo DS is huge all over the world right now, and well, it appears that a clone, as it were, of the Nintendo DS will be coming out soon, and this is out of SlipperyBrick.com. Tacomo unveils mobile phones with touch and smell. NTT Tacomo in Japan recently unveiled 10 new mobile phones to the market, which will be available for purchase in February. Of the 10 new designs, two stood out a little more from the rest due to some design innovations and smells. The D800 IDS, which was made by Mitsubishi Electric, is a clamshell-style mobile phone with a shape not much different from many other similar products, but it has one distinct difference. No keypad. Instead of the traditional design of having a screen in the top portion and a keypad on the bottom, the D800 IDS has a touchscreen where the keypad would be. A number pad can be displayed played in the touchscreen to dial calls, or a user can simply draw the numbers with their fingers or a stylus, and the phone will recognize the characters. It's similar to what the iPhone is doing out of Apple, and it's also pretty similar to the Nintendo DS, and there will be games for it as well. So if you want to find out more about that, head over to SlipperyBrick.com. Got some retro TV news for you. Anybody who grew up with Flipper, well, you are about to become very happy. This is also out of TVSquad.com. Flipper is actually coming to DVD after all of this time. Flipper is coming to DVD, and it will contain all 30 episodes from the first season on four discs. No word yet on commentaries or other extras, but anybody who's a fan of Flipper, like I said... You'll be flipping out pretty soon. I apologize for that pun. Oh, boy. 
If you're looking for a huge resource for web developers, well, it has certainly been found. Head over to devlisting.com. That's D-E-V-L-I-S-T-I-N-G.com. And this thing has everything from Ajax to Firefox plugins to inspiration for your website, all the way down to software online tools that works. This baby has a ginormous list. I just found it over at dig.com, so thank you, dig.com, for pointing me to it. I'm going to have to look at some of this myself. But yeah, like I said, a whole bunch of awesome stuff to be found at devlisting.com for any of you web developers out there. And I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Fans of Final Fantasy are certainly going to have something to look forward to, as it appears that some of the original Final Fantasy games will be heading to the PlayStation Portable. This is over at 1UP.com. Final Fantasy Remakes coming to the PSP. First the NES, followed by the PlayStation and the GBA, with a minor detour on the Wonder Swan Color in Japan. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy II are once again being remade for the PSP to celebrate Final Fantasy's 20th anniversary. Final Fantasy Anniversary Edition and Final Fantasy II Anniversary Edition are both the fourth remake of their respective NES releases, although this time around, the graphics will get their biggest overhaul, looking more like the SNES Final Fantasies than previous remakes. So, more Final Fantasy II come out. The only thing is, if it was a 20th anniversary thing for the U.S., they'd have to wait until 2010, so I don't know exactly how they're going to work that. But anyway, 20th Anniversary Editions coming soon for the PSP. And one final bit of technology news here for you, and this one is going to be pretty big for anybody looking to make their Vista machines on that brand spanking new operating system. High quality DVDs will not operate on some Vista PCs. Also found via dig.com and this one is found over business.timesonline.co.uk and here we go with this. Once again, the link will be in the show notes. Microsoft has been forced to acknowledge that a substantial number of PCs running the new version of its Windows operating system will not be able to play high-quality DVDs. The Vista system will be available to consumers at the end of the month. However, in an interview with The Times, one of its chief architects said that because of anti-piracy protection granted to the Hollywood studios, Vista would not play HD DVD and Blu-ray discs on certain PCs. The admission will be a blow to Microsoft, which is hoping that more users will turn to their PC for watching films and other content. Mr. Marsh added that computers with built-in HDCP protection, which could play such discs, were being phased in, but that in the meantime, Microsoft was obliged to ensure that the studio's content was being used securely. So again, you might have some trouble playing your HD DVD and Blu-ray discs. So anybody going to make themselves a new computer using HD DVD or Blu-ray expecting to play your movies, you might run into some problems. So there you go with the news. So let's head on over to the YouTube video of the week.
So for this week's YouTube video, I turn to the guys at Nobody's Watching. You can find more of their stuff over at nobodyswatching.tv. And what I'm playing for you right now, I'm also playing it for another reason, because, goddammit, I am jonesing for this show to see whether or not the rest of the season is actually going to be decent. And that, of course, is Lost. And this is Nobody's Watching Lost, which was released back on October 26, 2006. We've only got a couple of weeks until Lost comes back, so I figured, why not play this for you right here? So this is, once again, Nobody's Watching Lost. And you can find their YouTube videos under the YouTube username Impy. The Rat. That's I-M-P-Y-T-H-E-R-A-P. And I will have a link to this video in the show notes. So here we go. Nobody's watching. Lost. Enjoy it, guys. And girls. I know I at least have one or two girls out there listening. I hope. Thank you, Father, for the American Broadcasting Company and the miracle of the electromagnetic wave so that Will and I may experience this unparalleled television event. Amen. We thank you for the others. Amen. We thank you for the hatch. Amen. We thank you for the polar bear. For the other hatch. For Maggie Grace. We thank you for killing Michelle Rodriguez. Amen. For the rock and roll hobbit. We thank you for that weird black cloud that no one knows how evil it is. For Evangeline Lilly. We thank you for Dharma. For the Hanso Corporation. For Locke. Amen. For never questioning why Hurley doesn't lose weight even though he's stuck on that island. And we do not thank you for all the copycat TV shows that are on this season. Not Amen. We thank you for four. Amen. We thank you for eight. Amen. We thank you for 15. Amen. We thank you for 22. Amen. Dude, get psyched! Come on! Will, calm down. I am psyched. No, you're not! Come on! No, you come on. Now give me some more! Oh, here's some more! That's it, baby. You gotta get costumes on. Up next on ABC. Will, come on! All new lost. Oh, nice! Hurley, man! Oh, thanks. What do you think of the costume? Check it out, huh? Good job. <laughs> totally can touch these whenever I want. Always wanted to do that. <laughs> Me too. Oh, check it out. I've been totally working on the voice. Okay. <clears throat> hey, Derek. I'm really sorry I almost knocked you out earlier. That's okay. <laughs> Dude! Back off! Ow! What the f***, man? No, I just, I was, I was playing with you. But you can't, you can't dress up as Shannon because she's dead. You should dress up as someone who's alive. Oh, okay, we didn't discuss that rule. Well, well, I just said it now. You look like a fool. Fine. Previously on Lost. Wait, we'll come back. You don't have time. Awesome. It's starting. You know, if you want, you can wear the wig while you watch. I'm good. I did that. Okay, my bad.
Nobody's watching. So there's one last thing to do on this show, and that, of course, is the geek music. Well, for today's geek music, I turn to nerds this time. This is an artist called From Us, which I found on the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, and the title of the song is Forgotten Nerds. Actually, it's a little bit of a dismemberment plan feel to it, so any of you who like dismemberment plan will probably end up liking this song. Once again, here is Forgotten Nerds by From Us. Play it now.
Once again, that was From Us with the song Forgotten Nerds. Very much with their dismemberment plan feel going on. So, hope everybody enjoyed that one as much as I did. Is That one is certainly in the geek genre, to say the least. So, I think that is pretty much it for this episode of the Geek Speak Report. Before we wrap things up here, I wanted to send a shout-out to Michael over at Most People Are DJs. Dot com And of course, that is the Most People Are DJs podcast, as he listed the Geek Speak Report Episode 1 as one of the three things he OD'd on. And that was in episode number 80 of Most People Are DJs. So I certainly want to thank Michael for the props. And once again, you can find the show over at mostpeoplearedjs.com. And if you want to send any emails to Geek Speak, you can do so over at Speak Geek Speak at gmail.com that's s-p-e-a-k g-e-e-k s-p-e-a-k at gmail.com don't forget to check out those forums over at cgspodcast.com slash forum it's the comic timing forums and inside the comic timing forums there is a geek speak thread so go ahead and check that out once again at cgspodcast.com slash forum look for the comic timing forums and head on over to the geek speak thread please vote for us on podcast alley the links are in the show notes and on the main page please send us your itunes reviews on itunes that would be graciously appreciated and draws plenty of attention to the show so go ahead and do that if you can and please dig us over at dig.com we are now listed on dig.com so you can go ahead and do that over dig.com slash podcast slash geekspeak underscore podcast and i will link to that in the show notes as well music for the geekspeak reports provided by the pod show pod safe network over at music.podshow.com and also thanks to Anamanaguchi who you can find over at myspace.com slash Anamanaguchi and finally the opening and closing team to Geekspeak are provided by ocremix.org and specifically Deluxe, Jeffrey Tosser, Pixie Tricks, Shonen Samurai and Zircon so go ahead and check out their stuff over at ocremix.org and that's pretty much it here for Geekspeak Report Episode 2 so once again you'll probably find Geek Speak Report episodes every two or three weeks or so whenever I have the time to do them. And until then, I'm Ian Levenstein reminding everybody to have a great week, enjoy your geek, and I'll see you next time on the Geek Speak Report. We are proud members of the... Well, that's the other show. Hello. This is not a member of the pod... <laughs> this is not a member of the Comics Podcast Network. Hello. Oh, boy.